Hello and welcome back to the Millennial Music Entrepreneurs Podcast. I am your host, Andre Flood. When you start a podcast and you go on YouTube excited and Google excited and you're trying to find out all of the tips and tricks that podcasters should do, one piece of one piece of advice they give you is to not talk to your community uh, as though there has been a gap in an episode if there was a gap in an episode. So for example, if you had a two-month hiatus, you should just jump back into the podcast and talk as if no time had passed by. And that's because, of course, when you're new to a podcast like I am, a lot of these episodes won't be listened to right away. And if someone goes back and binges them at some point, they'll hear them all back to back, despite there being a month or months or even years between all of the episodes. However, I'm going to break that rule because I think it is uh, educational and I think it is helpful to understand about YouTube. So the last time I spoke on this podcast was July 1st. And in that episode, I talked about the fact that uh, a YouTube channel called vidIQ made a video that explained you should reach 100 subscribers in about 61 days. And that that 61-day mark if you reach 100 subscribers, that's a good indication of a healthy YouTube YouTube channel. Of course, you know, they made all the disclaimers. If it takes you longer than 61 days, that's totally fine too. These numbers are not perfect, so on and so forth. But they did give the number 61 days. And so on the last podcast, I said to you, I'm going to try to make sure I hit 100 subscribers by 61 days. And that was the plan. And I was going to give an update at that point. Well, last less than a week after I made that uh, podcast, I released a video. Uh, it was my first guitar review video. And my channel, at least for me, and compared to how it had been doing in the past, it pretty much exploded. Uh, I was maybe six days away from the 61 day mark and then all of a sudden that video brought me to the 100 subscriber mark in like you know one day so i reached 100 subscribers in 59 days instead of 61 days and at that time which was now i don't know a week and a day ago or so at that time i was very proud because i just made it in time One thing I didn't realize was going to happen was that that video that brought me from around around 70 subscribers to 100 subscribers, which at the time was a huge jump for two days of a video being up, that video continued to grow and it grew an incredible amount. And... I want to tell you about that today on a podcast. So as of right now, as of the time of recording this podcast, and I'll release the podcast today. So as of this day, as of July 25th, the video that I'm discussing right now has been out for nine days. It currently has over 37,000 views. 
and it's currently growing at a rate of 538 views per hour. Just to give a little bit of context, this, this number, 538 views per hour. Prior to this video being on my channel, my best video had one view per hour and it kept that for like a day or so and that would, that got me so excited like oh my god one person is viewing this video every hour and that was a huge deal and at one point a different video got to two views per hour and that was a huge deal it lasted that for maybe you know one day that was a huge deal for me two views per per hour on one video was my pinnacle and it lasted for two or three days. I'll repeat it again. This video that I'm talking about now is averaging 538 views per hour on day nine. It's been even higher than that at some other point. I'm gonna tell you about, I'm gonna tell you what my subscribers are, but first I wanna just talk a little bit more about what this explosion of a video has done for my channel. First, a little bit more context though. So prior to this video, my top performing video had 1,000 views, which was insane, absolutely insane. It took that video about a month to reach 1,000 views. And that was extremely successful and I was so excited. And that one video brought me about 30, 40 subscribers. The best performing video on my channel by far. And all of the other all of the other videos averaged about 100 views or so, 100, 100, 120 as time went on, maybe two or 300 after about three weeks or four weeks. Then they died off. One more time for context. My prior best performing video got to 1,000 views after one month. Every other video averaged about 300, 200 to 300 views in a month if I was lucky. The video that exploded, I'll say it again, in nine days now has 37,000 views. It's still growing at a rate of 530 view, 538 views per hour. Uh, a second video on my channel right now has been up for two days. It's averaging eight, eight view per hour. It has 706 views. Another video has 598 views is averaging 11 views per hour. Yet another video has now 1,100 views and is averaging 18 views per hour. Another video is 263 views averaging three views per hour. Now, listen, out of all of my videos that are quote unquote doing well right now, three views per hour might not seem like a big deal. But keep in mind that I said my prior best video performed at a rate of at its peak two views per hour. And now one of my worst performing videos is moving at about three views per hour. Best performing video, 538 views per hour. Another video, 18 views per hour, 11 views per hour, eight views per hour. Okay. So the success of this one video brought me to 100 subscribers in 59 days. Well, it brought me from around 70 or 80 to 100 in a matter 
of hours. In the next week, it, I went from 100 to, I believe, two or 300. And in the last three or four days, I went from two or 300 to, right now, 725. Over the weekend, I was averaging 100 new subscribers per 12-hour period. So I gained something like 400 subscribers over the weekend because of that one video as it continued to grow. Now, of course, all of my other videos were still doing okay, and they were also bringing in subscribers, but nothing like that video was doing. And I learned a lot about how YouTube performance works. I learned a lot about that over this period. The first thing I learned is that although one video might take off and that might be great for that one video, that increase in views for that one video will also impact the rest of the videos on your channel if people want to watch them. So for example, all of the videos, so I have three different videos right now that are essentially different types of guitar reviews. The video that started to explode was a guitar review. And as a result, all of my related guitar review videos started to grow. That makes sense, right? People come in, they watch the one guitar review, they like it, they want to see the other ones, they watch those as well. It makes perfect sense. And that's kind of what you would expect. However, I also found that my guitar educational videos also grew substantially because of the guitar review videos. So clearly somebody is either stopping in and saying, oh, um, I like the way he played in the review, let me watch his lessons. Or perhaps YouTube is just pushing out the lessons more because their channel is doing better. I'm not exactly sure. Something else that I learned, well, not learned. Let me say something else that I've been doing now. Well, I, I had been doing it already, but I am continuing to do it now. As of right now, I have replied to every single comment on every video that I've made thus far. And to put that, in, to put that into perspective, the video that has 37,000 views, by the way, it's about to reach 38,000 views just over the course of recording this podcast. The video, that, that particular video has 358 comments on it. Um, half of those are probably mine because like I said, I've replied to every comment. But one thing that's interesting is that I've noticed that as I reply to each comment and people come back and reply to my reply and we build a conversation, that is also increasing my views and my subscribers. And again, this also makes sense. I think the logic of this is that people might have liked the video and didn't subscribe, left a comment. And when I showed my personality and replied and was polite and was interested in them, they felt a connection and then decided to subscribe to the channel. I also noticed that. And something, well, and the reason I didn't release another podcast since then 
is because I, well, number one, I didn't expect this to happen. I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm giving an Oscar speech, right? Again, I only have 720, I only have 725 subscribers. At the same time, though, I did not expect to start averaging, I, I didn't expect to get almost 40,000 views on a video in eight days. In what? In month two of recording YouTube videos. I did not expect that. At the same time, however, I also knew in the back of my mind that this was possible for any YouTube channel that is good quality, and I work hard on my quality. And so all of this time, while I've been recording the podcasts and uh, making the YouTube videos and all of that, I decided that I would always be prepared to drop everything and put energy into the YouTube if I needed to. There's a car beeping right outside of my um, place. I'm hoping you don't hear it. And if you don't hear it, this comment that I'm telling you right now is going to sound completely out of place. But uh, hopefully it's not bothering you. I'm very, I'm a firm believer in striking while the iron is hot. Right? Is that the expression? Let me double check. Yes, strike, strike while the iron is hot. Maybe it's just me, but sometimes I say different expressions without thinking about why they exist and strike while the iron is hot is obviously, or maybe not obviously, but it's a blacksmith reference, right? Because you're heating up a metal object like a sword or I don't know why I said sword, but like a sword or a pot. If you're making a pot by hand, you heat the metal you have a hammer and you strike it and, and form it while it's still hot. If you wait till it's cold to continue to hammer it, the metal won't bend because it's too hard. Strike while the iron is hot. You probably already knew that. But sometimes we say expressions without thinking about where they come from. And we think about and then when we think about where they come from, it's actually pretty interesting. Uh, for example, my girlfriend taught me the other day that we called the front seat of a car shotgun because there was a time, I don't know, maybe it was a covered wagon, horse and buggy time when you someone had to ride in the front seat with a shotgun for protection. And that's where the, I, that's where the phrase riding shotgun in the front seat of a car comes. Okay, let me get back to the point. I strongly believe in striking while the iron is hot and I'm always prepared. I'm always prepared to abandon everything if I start to get success in one direction of my life because... Number one, we don't know how much time we're going to have to live, period. And number two, you don't know when you're going to get your next opportunity. So the last thing I was going to do was have this video start to do well. And then I continue with my podcast, focusing on that, focusing on something else, focusing on all these other things, practicing. That's not the type of person I am. And I don't think it's a smart, I don't think it's a smart thing. So when the comments started rolling in, I immediately switched to let me keep this video growing mode. And I think that helped it a lot, replying to the comments, all of those different things. And as a result, I put the podcast on back burner. And as I read the comments about what people said about my videos and 
what they thought of my channel compared to other channels. I started to have a lot more confidence in my ability to be successful with this guitar YouTube channel. I, if, if you go back and listen to the master plan episode, I always thought that the YouTube thing was part of like maybe a four or five part plan that I needed to be financially stable. But part of the reason I thought that was because I didn't have a lot of confidence in my ability to be a very successful YouTuber. I knew I can be okay. I knew I can generate some traffic, but I didn't think I could be exceptional or one of the best. Now, I still don't have this weird thought that I'm going to have, you know, 2 million subscribers or even a million subscribers at some point. But in the back of my mind before, I thought the most I'd reach was 30,000, 20,000 at the most, 20, 30,000, you know? And I think that maybe I can do a lot better than that. Maybe I can reach 100,000, 200, 300, who knows, right? And if I can keep making videos like the ones I've been making, which obviously I can, I think that we can continue to see the same level of growth. Well, let me rephrase that. I obviously don't believe that the next guitar review I release is going to have the same amount of growth. That would be insane. But if we can start averaging a thousand views per video, right? A thousand review, a thousand views per like, per review video. So for example, obviously the gear video on guitars and things of that nature are going to do better than the lesson videos. But if we can continue to average a thousand, two thousand per review video, and that'll bring up my lesson videos to 500 or so views each, that should generate a couple hundred subscribers a week, and that that would be really that would be really amazing if we could sustain that for a year or two or grow even more than that. That would be very that would be substantial if you do the math. Let me give a couple other updates. You know what? No more updates on the on the channel. Um, I'm gonna save that for a different podcast because I'm going to change the plan, which means we need a new master plan episode. But I'll say this, I'll just say this now in closing this particular episode. The YouTube channel is doing way better than I thought it would at this point. I'm going to continue to produce two videos per week, one review video and one lesson video. All of the all of the success of the YouTube channel has been driving a lot of people to my email list. And so my email list is also growing at a nice rate now. And I'm prepared to start to make some paid lessons by the end of this year look for brand deals by the end of this year, so on and so forth. But that's the update. The YouTube channel is doing very well. We can, on weekends in particular, a lot of people like to review the gear videos. I said that wrong. On the weekends in particular, a lot of people like to view the gear videos. So I'm going to continue to release those on Fridays to get views on Saturday, Sunday, and Friday evening. And we'll take it from there. 
That's all for today, and I will be talking to you soon. Much sooner than it took last time, I think.